this is Wicked Spursy. Wicked Spursy, Mike, Steve, and Dave. Gents, it's been a little while. It feels like it's been a little while. Steve, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty damn good. Um, we got uh, my sisters, both of them, sent uh, Isaac his Christmas presents a little early and insisted that he open them up and, and check them out. And I got a sneak peek at what Christmas is going to look like. And it is the best high I've ever experienced. The look on that kid's face when he saw his new toys and the feeling. Um, because he oh, it was it was cute. He he literally sat there and uh my my one sister Rebecca, she got him these like little superhero action figures. Um and he, when he saw those, he he goes, ah, oh, I was a good boy. They love me. No way. <laughs> I was like, kid, my heart can't take it. Like that, that was the most adorable thing that I had ever heard so far out of his mouth. Um, and it was just like, like I said, it's that taste of what's to come. And I'm sure both of you know exactly the feeling I'm talking about when you just know these kids are going to be so excited for all the stuff they're gonna get and uh i cannot wait for sunday now that's that's awesome hopefully the bar has not been set too high for you steve you know there's a there's might be building expectations with uh with the little guy right well i mean you'd think so but again he's only like two and a half and i'm sure he's gonna forget all about the presents by the time we get to christmas and then it's gonna be this new thing again so that's the nice thing about the the young kids. You can kind of have these experiences a few times because they haven't quite grasped the concept of long term thinking. My uh, my eighteen year old sent me uh, like a GIF type thing the other day. I know some people say GIF. I say GIF. If you don't like that, sorry. But uh, it was it was basically like it was it was a picture of like someone who was just frustrated and angry it's like me when i used to get clothes for christmas when i was 11 and then it, the, the next one was somebody who was very pleased it's like me when i get clothes for christmas now just you know that's that's where you're going right you go from superhero phase to uh hey dad i'll just take a, a visa gift card that'd be cool you know i know that's exactly kind of... what that's like i got um so i as you know i'm i'm catching up to you guys in, in the age department slowly but surely so one of the things that I needed <laughs> but, to buy but Steve, for myself, we're, we're we're still moving as you're moving, so that you're catching up to where we are in this moment. But we will be in a different place when you catch up. Yes, fair enough, fair enough. But uh, so I needed to order myself um, these compression sleeves for my legs because what I've learned is that when I run now, my knees hurt. So I need something to compensate for that. And man, I got to tell you, I just got them in the mail this afternoon. I put them on and it was like, it was like Christmas when I was six or seven again, just getting that brand new toy. Like that was the same level of excitement I had for myself. Ah, oh, what a, what a season. <laughs> Mike, we might have a pod title there. What do you think? Something like Steve, Steve 
gets compression stockings or uh you know because notice he called them compression sleeves for for my legs did you did you catch that he couldn't call he couldn't call him old man compression stockings there well, I guess it's blurred out a little bit. Oh, straight but. from Rafael Palmero and uh, and Brett Favre, right? And then the copper ones. <laughs> no, they're not the that. two. The two. The two worst possible uh, guys to represent that that company. <laughs> hey, Mike. Uh, Mike, how you doing, man? Um. So I'm doing well. Um. I just got off of uh, my eighth day in a row at work, and. Um, <clears throat> You know, I, I, uh, I have to say that, like, listen, I listened to this podcast uh, last week uh, from a guy that we know named Steve, um, and I, I, I didn't realize uh, our own, our very own Stephen uh, here. I didn't realize until after listening to it that what I was experiencing was exactly what he had experienced, and which is like some burnout. Hmm. Uh, but you know. I, it, it just comes on the heels of like everything, like the, the season itself and all the work and, and our work is ramping up at the hospital and all this stuff. Um, but it took like listening to Steve talk to like understand that, holy shit, that's exactly what I'm going through right now. Um, and talking to Steve offline too. Um, but, you know, I've kind of overcome that. I had a really good day. I was on call this weekend. Um, but I did have a really good day on Saturday with the kids. We have uh, a whole bunch of common land um, and it's got crazy trails and stuff all the way through it. You know, you got in parts, you have to duck through some sap lines. Um, and for those of you who don't know, uh, we tap maple trees here for their sap uh, and the sap lines stay up all year round. And so they can be quite a, quite a maze but we figured out a way through this, through these trails to raise them up so we can get through. So uh, we were out in the woods. Uh, we went out in the woods and the kids uh, on Friday, we had gotten a snowstorm. The kids had made this really cool track. We have a really big hill that goes through the trees and they had made a really cool track for the sleds. And they had like, they had gone down so many times that like it was starting to pack down hard. Right. And then, as it packed down hard, they'd throw more snow on and pack it down again, throw more snow on. So this fucking thing is like a luge track. <laughs> it is like ice and uh, they're flying down through and they're having a great fucking time. And uh, just being out there in the woods and taking that time to kind of just enjoy my family and enjoy the, the quiet of the woods as well. Um, it kind of helped me reset. You know, and that's kind of like, this is the time of season that you want to reset, right? So, it, yeah, it, it's been a long time for the three of us to be together. Um, and I, I, I'm glad to, to see your faces and hear your voices. Um, not to say that Nathan and Brian uh, didn't admirably fill in because they did. Um, Nathan, work on that goddamn audio. And, uh, and, and Brian, uh, we'll be having you back on soon. Uh, we love we love to hear his perspective on things too, and and uh, maybe a special guest here and there. But the 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 coming year is going to be great, I think, for for Wicked Spursy and for Tottenham Hotspur, and for our families. I think. I think so, Mike. Well put. Hey, you guys. Uh, you want to talk about the football? Yeah. All right. All right. We Why can talk not? About we're that. here. Yeah, we're here. Let's talk about the football. Uh, 
big tournament just ended. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you, the two of you in the, in the, uh, fantasy draft were competing against each other in the finals. Am I correct? We were. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, which one of you was the winner? Which was the loser? I'm trying to recall who had who. Uh, I took first, uh, with Argentina. All right. Um, so Steve, I think we should let losers go first. Uh, so should we let, should we let Mike share his thoughts on the football, uh, before we come to you as the, as the winner? <laughs> Sure, sure. Yeah, why not? Mike, as our resident loser, um, <laughs> what do you got to say, man? What do you got to share? <laughs> what did what did the Dale and Harry say? Second second winner is first loser. There you go. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So I did lose. I did lose uh, to Stephen uh, uh, in, in, in complete luck. Um, I did pick before him, and I had a. Uh, uh, I had the choice of, of France or Argentina and I went with France uh, and I did it because everybody knows my feelings on France and uh, you know, uh, <laughs> yep. Mike hates France. That's right. Um, and they just turn around and let you down and they did. And they, they just turn around and let me right down. <laughs> oh God. Um, no, it, honestly, it was a, it was a, probably one of the most fun tournaments I've ever watched and ever been a part of. I, I did get two second place finishes, by the way. Um, the bigger, the bigger pool was the, was the pick them. Um, and we picked every single game and every single score. And I ended up in, I ended up in second place, Nathan and I uh, split second place. So um, it, that, congrats. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that, that was a tough, that was kind of tougher than, you know, picking a couple of teams, not to, you know, not to dismiss Steve's uh, accomplishment. No, I recognize that completely. <laughs> you had the harder job there. Um, but what a great soccer tournament, football tournament, whatever you guys want to call it. it. It was, it had, it had a little bit of shithousery. There was some intrigue. There was some, um, you know, human rights abuses going on. Like it, it, it ran the gamut of, of everything, you know, that, that, what is it? Everything under the sun, right? We had a little bit of everything there. We had some boring games. Um, we had some ultra exciting games. We had some teams like Australia that, that surprised people. Um, we had teams that got, that got knocked out early, you know, a, a lot of big surprises, um, we get to see our U.S. national team like exceed, exceed expectations, um, and we had probably the greatest World Cup final um, that's ever been played um, by. I think we can now say the greatest player who's ever played. Um, Messi is Messi is absolutely outrageous and you know I, I didn't i haven't seen a ton of messi in my life because i'm still a relatively new uh soccer fan and when i did take it up it was mostly uh mostly english premier league um i'd see messi you know when he was on tv here and there you know when i had the chance i didn't go out and seek out messi um and you know and in the world cups and the, that kind of stuff that i always paid attention to but um the man is the man is outrageous he uh he has that crazy ability to put 
an entire nation, not just his team on his shoulders, but he puts the entire nation on his shoulders. And this time he put the entire nation on his back and said, this is on me, you know, and he went out there and he showed why he's the greatest. Um, we could put the rest, the, the Ronaldo versus Messi argument, I think now um, we saw how um, Ronaldo um, dealt with adversity versus the way that Messi dealt with adversity. Um, he's, a petu- he's a petulant little twat that, that Ronaldo, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so like, like I said, there was intrigue. There was boring games. You know, we saw Spain and Morocco was a pretty fucking boring game. Um, two teams who just didn't want to score. Right. <laughs> um, and then we saw exciting games. Uh, Morocco was, was the surprise of the tournament. They were, they were at times fun to watch that it was a, it was a good story. Um, and I, and I think that, you know, I, I, I gain a new appreciation for world football or world soccer, you know, through this, through this tournament, despite, you know, where it was being played and who was, who was running it. I mean, if it wouldn't, I, I don't know, it wouldn't have been any different if, the NFL was running it, you know, I mean, they're all fucking corrupt. They're all out there trying to make money and they're all out there trying to try, trying to make money off the backs of, of human beings uh, who play a game for a living. It's tough, but it, it was a fun tournament. I had a great time. And we can say that uh, Tottenham Hotspur are champions of the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, they had they I mean, had three they had three players in in in, in the on the final weekend. In fact, you can you can even say uh, Juan Foyth was in there. So like Tottenham adjacent players, even don't forget Lo Celso and Lo Celso. Lo Celso got a medal. Like he he got to hold the trophy, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's he's cool. te- isn't he technically still our player? Yeah, he's technically he is, still yeah. our player. Oh, there you go. It's the uh, Tottenham effect. It it really is, uh, and I think uh, you know if we could have had somebody uh, somebody win it, that it, Cootie was probably the guy to do it for us. I I would have loved to see Hugo do it, but he's done it already once. So, very true, very true. Steve, what about you? What do you think? Um. Yeah, I mean, human rights issues aside, because, again, (laughs) it was an absolutely abomination uh, for Qatar to even get the tournament to begin with. But uh, in terms of the sport itself, I I have to agree. I mean, that final was probably the best World Cup final I've ever seen in my life. Uh, And I've, you know, I still remember watching uh, Brazil win it in 2002. which was one of my favorites uh, until this past weekend. Um, But I also have that Brazilian connection and, you know, we got to check out uh, Newark afterwards where all the Brazilians were going fucking wilds. And, you know, that, that one's still special to me, but this one had it all. I mean, early lead followed by fucking killing Mbappe single-handedly putting France back into the game. Uh, It is wild to think that there's a player who scored a hat trick in a world cup final and didn't win. 
Um, but he he got top scorer of the tournament. That dude is well on his way to breaking the all-time record for World Cup goals if he keeps on this current trajectory. Um, I mean, lots can happen in four years, but you know, he just seems like a player who is is creating something special for himself. Um, you know, we're we're getting to the time where the Messi Ronaldo debate is going away you know both players are probably going to retire in the next couple of years here um so it's going to be Mbappe's turn to you know be in that spotlight as best player um I I really would love to see Holland compete but with you know Norway being Norway I don't think he's going to have the same sort of impact on the world stage as as Mbappe does but you know, and and you never know what other young up and coming players might start to uh, start to shine over the next couple of years. I'm excited to see um, this tournament come to the U.S. and criticize my own country for a change for some of the uh, horrible things that we do. Um, don't worry, I'm I'm not that kind of a hypocrite. I I have no problem holding us to the flame and you know letting us know where we've kind of failed. Um, but yeah, great tournament, uh, in terms of soccer specifically. And I am just so glad that a player like Messi was able to lift that trophy. Um, he 100% deserved it. Um, and on to the future, I guess. <laughs> Let's see who's, who's going to start. Uh, you know, we've got, like I mentioned, Mbappe's up there, but is anybody else going to come in and try to you know, be his rival, the, uh, the Ronaldo to his Messi or whatever you want to describe it as we'll see how this goes. Could it be Richarlison? Cause he showed, uh, he showed through the group stages that he was, he might be the better of the, of, of the players, uh, you know, forward players, at least uh, goal scoring threats uh, in, in the entire world. Uh, let alone on that team. Neymar didn't really do too, too much. Uh, I, I think Richarlison was the guy who who showed out for that, for that and, you know, uh, injured himself even further for his efforts. Yeah, way to go. Thanks for that. As a we Spurs can, we can fan, get into really, that shit. <laughs> really annoyed that he, he played on for, what, like 84 minutes with a tear? Uh, yep. uh, a pain yeah. in the ass. Thanks. Thanks, Richie. Appreciate it. You guys think I was, I was wondering this. Um, if, if we recall, it wasn't that long ago, but uh, England lost to France. Um, and while it was not entirely his fault, uh, our guy, Harry Kane, you know, played a part with a, with a missed kick. Had England won that match against France? Uh, do you think they stood any chance against Argentina or, or running into a buzzsaw? And- Absolutely not. No, I I don't think the reason that that France held out for as long as they did is because they had a player of Mbappe like quality to single handedly bring them into the game with some outrageous goals. Yeah. Um, But England don't really have that one player who's going to do it. You know, they've got a a solid enough team, um, but. Messi elevated Argentina to the point where they would have easily bested England uh, and England just doesn't have that game changer in their squad to, to compete. 
It's it, yeah, it's it's absolutely true. Um, England would have stood no chance. I mean, at, you saw at times that like that that French midfield is just being completely overrun, um, constantly, constantly under pressure from from uh, Di Maria and, and Messi and and uh, uh, you know and Kevin McAllister. Oh my God, McAllister was. <laughs> fucking outrageous like i literally could not listen to the because because i i watched the entire thing on peacock in spanish because i can't stand fox um and every time they got to to announce the game it was always mcallister and i was just picturing him like doing home alone face the entire time uh (laughs) i i it's that time of year i guess yeah (laughs) sure sure all right the 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 Scottish Argentine, um, it's it's just that I don't think England has like England has Declan Rice and Jordan Henderson, who's you know you want to talk about a, like our friend Barty likes to talk about uh about Hoyberry wearing cement shoes or being a cement mixer. Fucking Jordan Henderson for as as smart a player as he is is that dude is slower than whale shit, man. Um, honestly, uh, they would have, they, that team in England has, you know, I, I I don't see England's defense holding out against an attack like, like Argentina had. Um, I don't see, I don't see that, that midfield holding up that, that would have been a four nil game at halftime against England, uh, is for as much as England loves to, loves to think that they're you know one of the top fucking teams in the world they're just not um they have to find they have to find better players they have to find a better coach to select these better players there are better players out there and a a lot of these older players need to be moved on uh so i i just think you know i mean mbappe got kind of pocketed by by Kyle Walker, which is kind of embarrassing, but Kyle Walker's fast as hell. Um, but other than that, like I don't, I, I don't see England's defense holding up against an Argentina. It wouldn't have happened. Mike, is whale shit slow? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm assuming it takes a while for a whale to take a shit. Like that's a that's a big fucking animal, man. Are, are you looking? Tell me you're looking this up. Well, the research department is. I I, I can't find anything that indicates that uh, it's, it's a slow process. In fact, it occurs in water and it seems to you know spread and diffuse rather quickly. So I I just was wondering. It doesn't mean know. it happens quickly. I remember it might uh, diffuse quickly. I remember when I was playing high school football, um, as an offensive lineman. You know, my 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 coach told me that. Uh, he had shit that came out faster than I moved. I was like, "Oh, thanks, Coach. I appreciate that, man. That that's that's a real compliment." You couldn't say that anymore, but you know, back in the back in the early '90s, that was still acceptable. You're definitely not allowed to say that. No, sir. Not not at all. Not well, at all. It's a, you know, professional, but you know, if you're just you know a parent to a child on the sideline, you can say that to your own kid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know what we can say nowadays? What's that, Dave? Something I haven't said in a few weeks that I'm really looking forward to saying. Oh, I'm intrigued. Dave, please share with us. Just got a little something on my mind. I was wondering. Question for you, Mike. Hey, Mike. What you drinking? Ah, Dave. 
it's music you know, to my ears. The, you know, the, there's there's a, a touch of sentiment, you know, sentimental value to that to that phrase for me uh, when you say it. Uh, oh, nice. And with a good segue like that, too, man. I mean, there's there's that's cool. you know, it's true. You know, I, I do love it when you say that. When I say it, it makes his skin crawl. So, <laughs> and I and I promised uh, some of the folks on my favorite Discord that um, I actually had given them thirty minutes to give me some suggestions, but of course they're all in England, and it was late at night. Uh, so that said, uh, their their thirty minutes didn't didn't uh, give me any suggestions. However. Um, I did promise that it would be uh, a beer that came from a company that they wouldn't have expected. Um, so it's uh, it's not necessarily an IPA. It's a it's a session ale, but it's a Citra session ale, and uh, Citra Citra's Citra hops are are typically found in IPAs, pale ales. They're one of the seven C's. Um, so this is actually um, from a company that we've actually reviewed, that Steve actually reviewed. Um, it's got a lobster on the can. And it is Narragansett Fresh Catch wow. Citra. Look at now. that. Look at they're, that. That's... They're not necessarily known for their IPAs and their, and their pale ales. So uh, I went and picked this up today. I, I like the looks of the can. That's stellar. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. That looks like a back, backyard uh, barbecue clam bake type of deal, you know? Yeah, right? So I'm going to do it justice here. We're going to say, uh, this is 4.2% alcohol, so it's sessionable, right? Uh, it doesn't give us the IBUs on here, but that's perfectly fine. Um says some shit about fish and chips and fish fries and crab boils and clam bakes and you know the kind of shit that happens in uh, southern New England on the coast. Um, I'm going to pop this open and I'm going to pour it into a tulip glass. Those are not sound effects, folks. Those are uh, that was a real sound. I don't know. It probably won't even come through. <laughs> and if it does, it'll just be like extra quiet, and they'll wonder why we included it at all. I am completely expecting this to not taste good, but who knows? It's it, as Narragansett says, it's sold on merit. Oh, it looks nice. Oh yeah, it's it's that's yeah, a beer, all right. It's a beer. It sure is a beer. It's um while I let that head settle a little bit, um I'm gonna I'm gonna find our uh, friend Lone Freighter. Oh no. Oh no. I, I I can't imagine that this dude has actually like done a review. <laughs> but <laughs> it's too mainstream for him. He's one of those uh, hipster beer reviewers. Off the top, it smells pretty good. I mean. All right, so he's not on the he's usually like right on the top, but he's not. So fine. Whatever. Um, I'm gonna give this a taste and see where we see where we go with it. And see if my my scale has been tempered a little bit since we last talked to Dave. Doubtful. <laughs> hmm. 
you know, it's better than I thought it would be. It tastes good. The citra really bounces. Holy shit. <clears throat> it's kind of sweet. Um, oh, I put that glass right there. I was oh, wondering, I was... were you doing that for our benefit? <laughs> what were you doing there? <laughs> Look at um, what I got, guys. <laughs> um, it's kind of sweet. It's super, super fizzy. Um, it's not a terrible beer. I mean, it, it's uh, kind of... Um, it's an expected beer from a company that would make uh, a, a typical lager, you know, fizzy, yellow, thick head. Um, you can taste the fact that it's like not your typical um, malts that you might use with a, with an IPA um, or a pale ale. I'll give it another sip. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Um, not great. Um, it's not going to blow your socks off. So, would it blow know. your uh, compression stockings off? It might. Blow, it might blow Steve's compression stockings off. Only um, one way to find out. So, I'm going to give it a three point two. Ooh, Steve, well done. It's good. I mean, it's good, <laughs> but I'm not going to, I'm not going to pour it out, you know? Um, so, I feel like on the old Mike scale, that probably would have been like a 2.4 or something. Yeah. Mid or, or, or slightly upper twos, I think is, is the old Mike scale, but yeah, he is trying to correct it now a little bit in his own Mike sort of way. No, I mean, it's a, it's a good it's beer. Noticeable. It's not a bad beer. I, in fact, in fact, I actually think it's better than I expected it to be. He used to call it Nasty Gansett, so, you know, he's, he's making progress. <clears throat> no, that everybody calls it Nasty Gansett. Um, everybody. People are talking. People are saying everybody says this. Everybody, everybody who drinks Narragansett calls it Nasty Gansett. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so, so Mike, uh, the important question is, with a rating of 3.2, What's your uh, what's your musical choice to match this bad boy? Oh, you can make me go music. Okay, I was looking up the beer advocate people. Um, oh yeah, we'll listen to a review too. Absolutely. Yeah, let's. Um, you know, all right. So I, let's do the song because I've got something in my head. Um, and it's it's another one of those. <laughs> It's a it's Mazzy Star. I don't know if you remember Mazzy Star. Maybe. Yeah, it was a. Um, it was a young. It was a younger girl. Uh, I can't remember her name. Sandoval or something like that. Um, it was kind of like singer songwriter type of a type type of stuff. Came out of the nineties, early early to mid nineties. Um, really, 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 really good band. Um, but their like big hit came off like the second album. Um, and the song is called Fade Into You. Um, and, and it's not necessarily about the song itself, it's about kind of the feeling of the song in a time where like you know the grunge scene was was just you know coming up. Um, and there's this band that just kind of fit right into that scene, but was like the they were kind of like a Bob Dylan kind of a 
kind of a vibe, you know, all the rock and roll rising up around Bob Dylan, same type of thing with Mazzy star. Uh, they were, they were a fucking great band. Um, but their, their one, their one big hit was fade into you. And, uh, it, it's kind of, this is kind of how this beer makes me feel, you know, all these big IPAs rising up around the, the loggers and that kind of stuff. And, and, uh, they're trying to do, they're, they're trying to do that thing. Narragansett just kind of hang around and, uh, and uh, they they did a good job, and it's an enjoyable beer. And um, but you know, Mazzy Star fade into you. I, I I love that song, and I and I love that band, and uh, um, and I actually kind of like this beer. Mike, I, I just I don't hate up, it. I just pulled it up. I remember that song. You are a freaking encyclopedia of of <laughs> just random stuff, man. I I continue to salute you for your. Was your name Sandoval? Um, I don't have that. I just pulled okay. up pulled up the song. I want to see if I remembered it. And I, yeah, I, th- I think like she did some stuff with the uh, uh, the Jesus and Mary chain. Well, they were good. Yeah, yeah. Um, she did some stuff with them too, and like I think the late '90s after Mazzy Star broke up, I think their drummer died, and they broke up, and like they didn't have any real big hits after that one, the second album. All right, but there's that. Um, we don't need Steve, to listen. Steve, to I'm, I'm depressed now. How about you, Steve? Constantly, but why are you depressed? <laughs> are you depressed about the drummer died? They didn't have any good hits after that, but it was a great song. It just I loved it. No, I no, yeah, I, 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 I love that band. I, you know, I, I just think I, I love that. I love that time in music. And for me, uh, maybe it was just that I was young and just getting into music, and this is what happened. But it was like that whole the whole scene like the whole music scene just it was like it flipped a switch like 1989 hit and then like once 89 turned all those fucking bands just rose out of nowhere because people were sick and tired of that the bullshit hair bands right you know the big hair the big hair and the makeup and and all that kind of stuff and they people were just like the nineties hit and people were like, I don't give a fuck anymore. You know, and you had Nirvana and you had Pearl Jam, you had the Pixies, you had Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, like all those bands that came out of Seattle and LA at the time, like, especially the LA bands, the LA grunge bands that just like, that just like said, fuck you to the LA music scene, the LA like glam rock scene. And that, that time of that time of music just intrigues me. And I fucking love it. I've also said fuck you to LA, but I, I don't think I register quite on that level. <laughs> Steve was like three during the time period you're talking about here, Mike. So you know he's just he's processing. He was watching Blues Clues. I'm still watching Blues Clues. <laughs> Wasn't the dude's name Steve? It was. It Steve. was Steve. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Hey, this has been Hey Mike. What you drinking? Missed it. Well done, Mike. Good review. Glad, uh, glad to have it back. Let's uh, let's move on, gents. We got a little bit of time to talk about what is ahead. So, being very, very specific, our Spurs on Boxing Day away at Brentford um, on New Year's Day home to Aston Villa. Both of those will occur before we record again because I think we're going to record on the second of January. So, looking ahead. Uh, so in a post-World Cup world injury situation, 
what you've been reading about, all that good stuff. Steve, let's start with you. What do well, you think Dave, as you look ahead? We actually have a friendly this week uh, against Nice. Against nice. nice, yeah. Um, yeah, and I actually watched their last preseason, or not the last one, but their first, I'm going to quote, preseason friendly, their midseason friendly. Um, and it was interesting um, in lieu of having an actual striker. They played Harvey White as a false nine. Yep. Um, Decky looks like he's ready to just fucking roll, uh, which is and, everything I wanted to and, see. And Doherty was like a goal scoring machine, right? Yeah, indeed he was. Um, the, no, Leon, I, that, the Lionel Messi of League One, uh, you know. Right. No, I'm looking forward he's the, to He's that. the Irish Lionel Messi, basically. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the return for one reason and one reason only, just to watch more of Decky. I mean, him and these these little friendlies has just been such a, an absolute pleasure. Like, I, I have already forgotten about these schmucks playing at the World Cup because we've got Decky right there who is firing on all cylinders. Like, that's what we should be excited for. Um, you know, I, I don't want to sit and think about how long it's going to take for Harry Kane to recover from his penalty miss. I don't want to think <laughs> about all, you know, how much longer Richarlison's injury is going to keep him out above and beyond the five to six weeks or whatever it was. It'll be March. Exactly. Right. Like, I, I don't want to think about that. I want to think about who we have, who's ready to go. And that's Decky. Decky is going to be so much fun to watch even if the rest of the squad is still playing catch up like the the last couple of games that he's played in at full fitness have just been such a joy that's what i'm excited for i want to get back to that to decky just doing his fucking thing bringing the team up around him uh, and i'm really hopeful that uh one more you know mid-season friendly uh will help him get even more situated with that, you know, some of the options that he does have like Darty, who has been, um, I mean, the opposition hasn't exactly been world-class or anything, but he's done his job and he's done it well. So let's see how that translates. That's, that's what I'm looking forward to seeing. And we've got that preview coming up this week. And then, yeah, like you said, boxing day, I'm going to celebrate boxing day. The only way I know how by babysitting, (laughs) my own child because daycare's closed all week and watching soccer. <laughs> the only way to do it, I would say. Indeed. Mike, how about you, man? What you looking forward to? What are you what are you <clears throat> thinking about? Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Decky back. I'm just looking forward to some real fucking football, man. Like no more of this international stuff. Uh I know I said I gained a new appreciation for it. Doesn't mean I fucking love it. You know, um Still stupid. It's still kind of. It, it's definitely. See Richarlison's injury. See Richarlison's injury. Uh, see Ben, ben Davis's injury. Ben, ben Dicker's injury. Yep. Ben Davis. Stupid. So looks like we're gonna have to deal with Basuma, and we're gonna have to deal with having Longley back there, and uh, who knows? Romero's probably fucking injured again too. Like no, no, Romero will get injured as soon as he starts playing for Spurs. That's that. Mark my word. The, the second he steps back into hospital way. Next time we record, we will be talking about a Romero injury. because Trips down overuse. the stairs of the uh, private yeah. jet that he hired because he's still drunk off Argentina's victory. Right. Yeah, these guys are coming home fucked up, right? 
Yeah, Can't blame them, but Just yeah, that's our luck. Hugo's going to drown his sorrows in a giant vat of wine because they don't. Do they have beer in France? They don't. They drink wine, right? That's that's their thing. Champagne. Well, I, I I'm I'm suspecting they have all of the above, Mike. You know, I, I no research departments on this. I'm here I go about. picking on the do, French again. Do they do they have beer in France? That's that's another good pod title, actually. No, we they definitely have beer in France. Uh, it's terrible. <laughs> But um, it's I found this article like all things French. Like These are the French. 19 most famous French beers, and I'm just scrolling. Through Let's hear them. What, what are the I, top three? All right, we've got um, the signature Cronenborg and the 1664. Never heard of it. Fucking um, terrible, terrible, disgusting fucking beer. It comes in a blue bottle. All right, keep going, Steve. What else? Uh, believe it or not, something called the Desperados. <laughs> straight out of the american west it says tequila on the fucking bottle i don't understand why this is considered a french steve's, beer. steve's gone to steve's gone to a real fucking great source for yes that's right the top some guy french named, some guy this named stan right. the pelforth pelforth is that does, no absolutely not absolutely not these ones sound a little bit more french la beer Tessens culottes I know I've butchered that, and I did it intentionally. Is, are these French-Canadian beers? Maybe. <laughs> La Cagoli from Marseille. And uh, Near Des Trois Monts, which I have to imagine is Three Mountain Beer. Jesus, beer you, of the Three Mountains. You know, you know, I, 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 as much as much as I love picking on the French right now, Steve. Okay. Your pronunciations are fucking outrageous. Yeah. The Desperados <laughs> is on this list too. It's like it's the it's the most American pronunciation of French words that we could possibly have here. Look, if the French wanted me to pronounce their stuff correctly, the least they could do was win the World Cup. But since they lost, I think I can shit on them for a little while longer. <laughs> the point is, I've heard of none of these beers at all. I've never seen these labels in any kind of like international beer sections at any kind of beer outlets. Okay, how, how can you never heard of the Cronenberg? The Cronenberg? Never heard of the Cronenberg, yeah. I've heard of a lot of French Canadian beers, right? Yeah, like uh like uh Le Babelou. I'm still pissed <laughs> at Desperado's That's just this and is by like the way, Steve, Stella, Stella, Stella Artois is not French, it's by Belgian. the way. Just so that you know, that I knew that I did know, but the somebody Belgian, explained the Belgians to me, can't decide whether they're German or French. So, I, I want one of our listeners, whoever is out there who has an understanding of this, this French beer thing, explain Desperados to me. It doesn't make sense. How is that a French fucking beer? I don't get it. Well, let's hope somebody fact checks you. Please, please do it. Or it shits on you for your pronunciation. It's a tequila flavored <laughs> pale lager. That sounds terrible. It does sound terrible. That, that sounds positively terrible. All right. Anyway, um, where were we? Well, you know, I was going to ask Steve a question because it's also been a while. Um, I thought I was talking about fucking Brentford. 
You were, but then we got distracted. So, you know, you know. I, I feel, you know what I feel, Dave? Talk Brentford. No, I want to hear Brentford. We got you, way off you, track. No, I want to, let's, let's talk about your feelings, Mike. Tell, tell our listeners what you feel. <laughs> I feel that like is sidetracking this with beer, with your beer conversation, your beer question to Steve is some sort of conspiracy. So, I so really, wait a second. Let me, there's this conspiracy going on. The guy who makes a living on this podcast reviewing beers feels that a question about beer is a is oh a that beer shit's right under my thumb, isn't it? I got it like my thumb pressed right fucking down on that. So 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 Mike, you're you're suggesting that there's a conspiracy in the works. Is that what I'm hearing from you? Yeah. Look, well, the only conspiracy. Well, Steve, why don't is. you tell us if there's a conspiracy in the works? Why don't the you old- just fess up? The only conspiracy that I see right now is the conspiracy for France to try to make their stand in the international beer world by stealing a Spanish sounding fucking name for a beer from an eagle song from an eagle from whatever the the the, uh-huh. the problem is nobody's associating desperados with beer nobody's thinking spain spanish beer no uh, mexico i'll give you mexico they've got their cervezas um but i don't think france is thinking mexico i think france went to spain got drunk on sangria and decided they were going to put together some shitty ass beer and and call it french you know we'll give it a spanish name and that's that that's my conspiracy now I want to hear Mike's Steve. Take what, on what, what's funny though, really quickly, I got to say, I've looked at like ten different websites as we've been having this conversation, and Cronenberg is is listed as the best French beer, but Desperados is the solid number two on every freaking list that I'm reading. So, gentlemen, you live in a little bit more, uh, shall we say, cultured area than I do, um, because there are no good beer stores around me. You need to find Desperados. I think this is a this is a mission, Mike. I want to review. Um, we need to we need to see what happens with this. Can you live God up damn. to that expectation? Mike? I can get, I can get Cronenberg in like two seconds, but no, like, that's not the challenge. Desperados the, is the Desperados challenge. Tequila flavored beer. <laughs> tequila is not even French either, and it's not Spanish. I know. <laughs> Why? Why? But, oh my God. But, but Mike, let's let's talk about Brentford. Okay, what do you got? I don't know. Uh, so we got a shitload of injuries, right? So Spurs got a shitload of injuries. Um, and it's important that we get do a little bit of talking about this because um, it kind of brings back what, you know, Dave's, Dave's kind of conspiracy theory. It wasn't a conspiracy theory. It was, it was, it was a complete truth uh, in his thoughts that, that half of our players were going to come back fucking injured. Damn Skippy. And half our fucking players are coming back injured. Damn Skippy. That's not conspiracy, bro. That's true. No, thank God Sweden wasn't in this fucking thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> we can't. So, Decky goes nowhere. Right? Hopefully Sweden sucks. So uh, Sonny, Sonny goes to the World Cup, comes back. The 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 thing that's injured besides, besides his face uh, is his fucking, probably uh, more of his ego has been broken off. Um that poor guy did not have a good World Cup at all. Um, it, so we're left with Richarlison out for five to infinity weeks. And um, so we're and we it's not a bad front line of of Kane, Son, and and Kulisevsky. Um oh, nice to start talking about these names again, right? 
Brentford, uh, Brentford has um, a super strong midfield. They have a legit superstar in the making in Ivan Tony, uh, who scores fucking goals for fun um, when he wants to, though. When he wants to. Other times he can be completely shut down. Um, He's kind of a so, Wilf, Wilf Zaha in my mind. I, I kind of see those two guys similar. Yeah, without being as much of a complete fucking dickhead. Also true. Yeah. Um, I, I like watching Tony play. He's exciting to play, to watch. Um, it, they're not especially strong in the back, um, which which Spurs should be able to take advantage advantage of. But who fucking knows, right? Um, I think we're going to have a lot going forward. We're going to have a lot of weird, uh, a a lot of weird games, you know, a lot of weird wins, some weird losses. Um, It's going to take teams probably four to five games to get back into the swing of things and end up right where we know everybody should be. Um, Right now we're, we're barely hanging on here at Tottenham Hotspur. Um, we had some bad kind of run of form. Somehow we're still in the top four hanging around, um, which tells me that this team is good. Um, they, they just never got to be good enough before they had to stop. And now we have to restart. So there's going to be some, some, some weird uh, final scores coming, coming out across all leagues in Europe. Um, and even in America, um, we got, my favorite season coming up, which is ITK season. Um, hold, on, hold on, though, Mike. Hold on. Which uh, which scores are going to be weird in America? I'm curious. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Just just asking. All right. ITK season? ITK You fucking asshole. I'm just fact-checking me on the fly. Yeah, just, the MLS just is saving not you the, right now. Saving you the ML, MLS hate, is right. not playing right now. Um Maybe I should have said the Americas. I don't even know. Is the Mexican the Americas, playing? There you go. I don't know. Um, any anyway, anyway. Uh, I, I just I, ra- think, I rattled him, Steve. You see, you, you did. see what happened? There? I, I was on a fucking roll, and you he was. God damn it! Got to keep you humble, buddy. Got to. Well, this you is it's yeah. It's like it's like we never fucking left. Dave's been off for like twelve weeks. <laughs> Dave Dave was on the injury report for twelve weeks. Uh, extended extended absence like Richarlison had that had the almost COVID. That's where I was. The almost and, COVID. Uh, yeah, nearly COVID. That's like, right. <laughs> almost a pink line. Almost. Uh, Spurs are not going to have an easy time with Brentford. Uh, both both teams are going to be kind of playing back into it. One team had more of their players rested than the other, uh, so don't be don't be surprised with a with a result that that we're not happy with. Um, but on the other hand, it could, it could go the other way. You know, a lot of these guys are playing, uh, significant minutes with their clubs. Um, they didn't lose any of that fitness, that match fitness. Romero played like every fucking minute of every game he was in. Uh, that's not really actually true, but uh, he was subbed out a couple of times. Um, you know, we had Harry Kane playing every fucking minute of every game he was in. Uh, Sonny played every minute of every game he was in. It, uh, Perisic. Uh, 
Perisic, Jesus Christ, that guy's 643 years old. And he played, actually, he was, uh, he tied for most assists, right? Indeed he did. In the tournament, yeah. Um, Mike, Mike, you said this like last summer. I saw a picture of him. With after, Harry Kane, with Harry Kane, right? Yeah, I saw a picture of him after a match, like traded, traded shirts with uh, the Morocco guys. And dude, that guy is ripped. Yeah, he, he looks Absolutely like a fucking, ripped. yeah, he looks like a Ken doll. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you notice how all the guys for Croatia either look like Perisic or Modric. Like you either have the, <laughs> you either have the Luca haircut or the Ivan haircut. That's 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 the Croatia. They had the little tiny thin headband. <laughs> that's right. And the long and the long hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, Modric was like Modric was fucking amazing the entire tournament. He would he's thirty seven, right? Yeah, he's an old dude. He's good though. But he's still fucking doing it, man. He's still doing it. And he looks like he's drunk. <laughs> the, se- the second he's the second he's out there, he gets out there like by minute three, he looks like he's been through a fucking war. He looks like Steve Nash. You ever notice that Steve Nash when he had longer hair? Yeah. Ugly, ugly Steve Nash. Ugly Steve mm-hmm. Nash. Yeah. Steve, cause Steve Nash is fucking handsome. Who's also Spurs fan. Spurs fan. Absolutely. Um, that's not going to stop me from trying to like DM him on, on social media, trying to get him to come on the show. That would be great. We'll, we'll take him on. Well, we'll consider bringing him on. Yeah. We'll, we'll get a whole, a whole bunch of new like Mavericks fans. There you go. <laughs> was he on the Mavs? He, was on the Mavs, uh, he right? played for the Mavs. Yeah. 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 He just, he just recently coached the Brooklyn nuts until he got fired. Yeah. Uh, well, of course he did. Nobody can, co- nobody can coach the Brooklyn nets. It was Durant's fault. Kyrie's fault. Kyrie is a lunatic. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I, you know what? It's gonna be it's gonna be a weird first few weeks back for everybody, uh, and then as soon as we get settled back into Premier League season, guess what starts up again? Baseball, Ch- Champions League, <laughs> baseball, <laughs> Champions League, and all that, and all that. So fixture congestion. They're gonna run these fucking guys into the ground, uh, whether they like it or not. It's true. It's very, very true. All right, gents, we got five minutes left for our closing thoughts. So, Steve, we start with you. What are your closing thoughts? Well, I've been after this Desperados thing this whole time. (laughs) Have you? You've been you've been digging. Yeah, and and thanks to uh, our our friends in the research department at uh, Wicked Spurs, yeah, I I found that Desperados beer was introduced in the United States in April two thousand fourteen. And December 2015, they announced that they were going to stop selling it because it was not selling well at all. Um, so it didn't really make it two years uh, before it got discontinued, um, which is probably a good thing because I have found that it does not rate very high at all. I don't understand how this is listed as a top French. If this is one of the top French beers coming in at two out of five stars on on these beer raider websites holy shit like i'm sorry france you you gotta get your shit together i mean like i said they do fucking wine and there's there's saisons there's yeah, seven, but 70 degree fucking beer whatever it is they drink fucking it you know get your shit together you know if you want to win a world cup you gotta brew a decent beer well, Mike, That's, I guess I guess I consider you fortunate that you don't have to review Desperados because uh, you cannot access it. That in well, States, that, huh? it, and Steve just claimed that the Argentinians they brew decent beer. 
surely surely argentina brews better beer than that also i did check to see if there was any chance of having it shipped here there's not you can't get a ship from europe no no i tried a couple of places said they shipped to the u.s just not here um any of our listeners uh we we would love to work something out with you where you ship mike some desperados from from overseas don't so. send, don't send me any fucking cronenberg you can fuck off with those blue bottles <laughs> <laughs> all right mike closing thoughts what do you got buddy uh closing thoughts uh so i'm excited to get back to um to the premier league to var believe it or not um because var is a thousand times more consistent and uh, more well used than the than the current replay system in the NFL, and I'm talking about you, fucking officials who refed the fucking Washington Commanders versus New York Giants game last. Are night. you going to really do this? With three you two? fucking significant. Yes, <laughs> missed three really? significant and in- in- pass interference calls, and and the official on the sideline that Terry McLaurin checked in with twice before a play started a play which Washington scored a touchdown on and the official said, you're good to go. And then I threw a flag on him for being, for being too far off the line. I'm, I'm the NFL officials are, are, are underutilized. Well, the NFL is underutilizing their replay. Um, They had a thing going where, where they were able to challenge pass interference calls um, and, they didn't implement it in the right way. So it failed. I feel like a lot of, a lot of VAR had had these issues and they're starting to get worked out slowly, but, but they're not going away with it. They're sticking with it. And uh, and hopefully VAR uh, becomes a consistent, a consistent thing. Um, And I think a lot of that technology that they used, while I still thought that some of the calls were bullshit, um, a lot of the technology that they used in in the World Cup uh, can, can translate onto the field in the Premier League. All That's right. It. We'll see. We'll see in a couple of weeks how you feel about VAR, but we hear you. Yeah. I'm going to be bitching again in about three weeks. You absolutely You, you know that. You know that, right? And the referees, like, they're, they're, you have to take the human element out of it, I think. I mean – I don't know. I, I, I mean, hey, we we could go on about this for a long time. But I, I flash back to uh, my childhood and and teenage years of sports, and you had the entire human element, and you had referees making calls, and sometimes they made bad calls, and you were mad at the ref. But you know what? Everybody moved on afterwards. Um, you didn't you didn't blame the technology. So yeah, I'm not. There's there's no reason to go too deeply. But I'm mostly, wrap it I'm mostly pissy that I fucking just stayed up late last night for that. There you go. Hey, let's wrap it. Uh, Steve had a bounce. So, uh, Mike, you get to close for both of you. So Steve was here here, uh, after thanking our listeners and telling them how much we appreciate them and love them. What would Steve say? Don't be an asshole. And then what would Mike say? Mike would say, be safe, everyone. Coise, 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 coise. And then Dave would say, Mike, I'm pressing the stop recording button. It's this little square. I'm going to press this, and then it's going to ask me to stop recording. And then we 